Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Locals to Legends Wrestling Radio, brought to you by Rockstar Records, 810 East Main Street, Tupelo, Mississippi, 662-269-3745. No honor! There is no honor among thieves in the first place. He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work and got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years. 30 years. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, hey, a computer took your place, Daddy. That's hard times. That's hard times. And Rex Flair, you put hard times on this country by taking Dusty Rhodes out. That's hard times. And we all had hard times together. I admit I don't look like the athlete of the day supposed to look. My belly's just a little big. My hand is just a little big. But brother, I am bad and they know I'm bad. And there were two bad people. One was John Wayne and he's dead, brother. And the other one's right here. Nature Boy Ric Flair. The world's heavyweight title belongs to these people. I'm going to reach out right now. I want you at home to know my hand is touching your hand for this gathering of the biggest body of people in this country, in this universe, all over the world. Now, reach it out because the love that was given me and this time I will repay you now because I will be the next world's heavyweight champion on this hard time blues. Dusty Rhodes Tour. Welcome to Locals to Legends Podcast with your host, the voice of $10 Wrestling, noted author that has never been published, and the heaviest CWA light heavyweight champion in history, the king of all wrestling media, Gene Jackson, and his co-host, the star of Taylor TV, the man who has wrestled Jerry Lawler 1,239 times and never won, Neil the Real Deal Taylor. Welcome once again to another episode of Locals to Legends Wrestling Radio. I'm your host, the king of all wrestling media, Gene Jackson. And here on this second anniversary of the passing of the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, I am joined, as always, by the one, the only, Neil the Real Deal Taylor. Neil, how are you doing this evening? I'm tired, Gene. I've been in a, I've been in a car with Leslie Jones since 8 o'clock this morning. <laughs> Woo! Jesus Christ. So I know you were excited when you heard he was tonight's guest then, I guess. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. Nothing like having him at your house at 10 o'clock at night screaming about everything and hijacking your television. 
watching the wrestling channel. Yeah, Mr. Sensational is like uh, Ric Flair in the 80s. He is excitable when he gets on these podcasts. Like a fine wine, I get better ways, baby. Well, you ought to be pretty fucking fine as old as you. <laughs> How's it feel to be 52, How's it feel to be 49 there, Neil? Hell, I don't know. I'm 79. <clears throat> Lord have mercy. Well, other than that, it's, I guess it's been a good weekend. We uh, did a wrestling show last night. Didn't do anything Friday night. and Didn't do much on the wrestling show. Didn't do <laughs> Well, of course, well now. <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, I guess the, I guess I guess the majority of it's been been sitting in the car with Leslie all day long while he. Well, it's either count down the time to take a pill, or it's time to eat, or Talk about gambling or wrestling or cheese sticks, and we're in we're lost in Memphis in some some division looking for some guy's house who we're gonna. Look for records in somebody's carport or something, <laughs> <laughs> which ended up being kind of interesting. Um, the one of the guys that was there also looking at, at records. The guy that <laughs> the the there's a guy that operates out of his house. He does wholesale to, to a lot of record stores in the area. And, uh, one of the other guys that was there at the at the place buying records uh, was a guest referee in a match that I had with Jerry Lawler like 10 years ago out on Sumner Avenue in front of a mattress store. Wow. (laughs) Small world, huh? Of all the places (laughs) to end up running into that guy, yeah, that was funny. We sat and, or we didn't sit, we stood in the driveway and talked for a little bit. And And the the more amazing part of that story, Gene, is that the guy claimed that Kenny Valiant had a gimmick table and said, look, brother, we ain't got no money, but we'll pay you anything you want off this table, but we'll mail it to you. And the guy said he wanted some DVDs and big screens. And about 10 days later, for I'll be down, the package showed up, and he had what he wanted. <laughs> so I can't oh, wow. Kenny off. Couldn't you see Kenny going, yeah, brother, brother, we'll mail it in the mail to you, brother, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I totally mispredicted how that story was going to end, but I thought he was still waiting. But. Well, I hope he picked the best of Kenny and Jimmy Valiant DVD because that's his favorite. No, he he bought a Stone Cold picture that Kenny had took when Kenny was with Stone Cold at WrestleMania, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah, when they were hanging out all the time. Him and old Steve. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Remember those pictures? Bosom buddies. Oh, to shop himself in with The Rock and with The Undertaker. Back Lord, before he could really what... perfect all the sizing. He looked like Andre the Giant next to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we wondered what we were going to talk about tonight. Memory. He doesn't understand the word scale, but anyway. <laughs> well, if you've he... seen him here lately, he sure still don't understand the word, word scale. Either. I don't think he's doing it. Yeah, the last I heard, he actually wasn't doing too well, so I... I even though a lot of people have a lot of heat with Kenny, I, I hate to hear that his his health is kind of failing. So he was the no, first out there. Absolutely not. Well, it all well they get him a benefit together. <laughs> yeah. Well, hell, he's been on a benefit tour for I don't know how long. For his here's your here's your IWF returns. <laughs> I'm not even going. I'm not going. Yeah, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going. To go. I'm sorry. I've, I've probably said too much already, but. Uh... 
Wait, wait for the memorial show, I guess. Anyway. <laughs> Slash reunion show. God. Uh, all right, well, we're off and running. Typical, uh, <laughs> typical Leslie show. It gets a little controversial. Maybe not as controversial as last Sunday night. Uh, maybe Leslie won't wow. drop any in bombs or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that guy's making stuff realistic in his federation. Well, I don't think. Well, I guess some of that stuff. I, <laughs> I've never watched any of that. I, I watched one of those clips, and somebody was getting a pair of scissors run through their tongue. Oh yeah, like yeah. I can't. They, I can't imagine he had somebody his, he has a tongue piercing that he took out, and then they stick the. Scissors to it, which is still pretty crazy, but it's not as bad as it looks. Okay, not well, to give I'm, away I the secrets. I, I guess I totally marked out for that. I just well, about when they stapling shit to their head. Right, you just get that shit stapled to your head. There's no trick to it. it just it just <laughs> is what it is. I just can't imagine calling these spots in dress room. All right, about three minutes in, I'll staple a five dollar bill to your forehead, <laughs> and then I'll take over, I, and then I'll run scissors through your tongue. <laughs> I, I gotta admit that's that's one of the more surreal moments I've had is being in the dressing room, sitting back listening to them call some of the shit in those matches. Just as casual as as you would sit with somebody and call, you know, headlock, drop down, you know, shoulder tackle, <laughs> get it again. You know, they're going, All right, and I'm gonna throw you in the razor wire and then, you know, you you come back out you take the scissors put it through my tongue and then after that you know we'll go through 17 light tubes and then after that and it just goes on and on and on and it's match after match of that shit it's just if you think of the one craziest high spot you could do on any show that's the third spot of any one match on the whole tournament show it's just beyond overkill i mean i remember the first one i went to in coleman that one that that we watched the DVD of, and we're sitting there, and when they broke the first, you know, six or eight light tubes, everybody's like, oh, and, you know, when the first guy hit the barbed wire, oh, and you got a reaction on the whole building, and seven matches later, when they're going through a tower of light tubes, everybody's just sitting there, because, you know, you're numb to it. You saw that in the first match. By the eighth match, you're like, well, they broke some more light tubes. Okay. Uh, he just sidewalk slammed that guy off the coke machine into hypodermic needles, and that's a real spot. I don't know if you remember that, but Spider Boudreaux got sidewalk slammed off the top of a coke machine onto a table with hypodermic needles sticking up out of it. That's the legit. I'm not being sarcastic. That really happened. Yeah, we watched that because, remember, his head hit the floor. Oh, yeah, because that was the worst part of it. He said his head hit so hard he even know there were needles. Holy shit. Is that the same spider? I guess it's one way, though. Yeah. Shit, yeah, it is. It was the same guy. And in the same match, he actually had had his opponent stab him in the arm with a box cutter. You know, like one of them box cutters you almost stabbed Michael Lee Jones to death with and hit your flat, and you didn't realize it? I didn't realize it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he hauled off the Well, this guy, two minutes into the match, or maybe four, the guy sticks the blade out, just stabs him directly in the arm, and he just starts spraying blood. And like Sabu, they, they tape his arm back up. And so the spot we just described coming off the Coke machine onto the hypodermic needles 
was about eight or nine minutes after the stabbing. Like, you know, they <laughs> they led with a box cutter stabbing and then followed that up with a sidewalk slam off the coat machine and a hypodermic needle, which all sounds like sarcastic shit Jim Cornette would say being ridiculous, but all that really happened in my hometown of Coleman. So, so it sounds like we... It sounds like we're taking the light tubes, and that's like the hardcore version of dive, right? Yeah, pretty much. Because, I mean, <laughs> now light hell? tubes are just, you know, sec- just an afterthought. I mean, everybody does those. It's not even special. How in the hell would anybody run a tra- traditional rest- wrestling show in the Coleman High School gym and expect anybody to be excited about it? I don't know. That's that's the big, the big question. But here's one better than well, that, though, okay? They... He liked to mix in "quote unquote" non-tournament death matches into the show. So, like, you've watched seven, eight of those death matches: light tubes, stabbings, razor wire—you name it. Then they sweep the ring out, and Jeremy Flint, Bull Monroe, whatever name you know him by, but you, you know you know him. Uh, Jeremy Flint comes out and wrestles a guy named Phil Macchio, who does a heel karate kid gimmick um and it's a regular match they just have a regular match and kevin's like i don't know why the crowd ain't reacting man well goddamn what you know you, you've watched people fall off the the roof through you know barbed wire and glass and you're supposed to believe that jeremy chopped this guy or put him in a headlock and we're supposed to go oh, oh god it's it's yeah <laughs> It's crazy. What about that woman with the but the crazy thing is, as he said, and he's telling the truth, there is a huge DVD market for that shit. That's what's crazy to me. People what overseas. With... Huh? What about that woman with them size 84 triple D boobs on that video I saw? Oh, she's a... Uh... She is a legit dominatrix from Birmingham that he hired to come go out to the ring with him. I'll be damned. Yeah, I had to stop and yeah. back that up like three times, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> she has yeah, titties, yeah, she's no legitimate. Doubt. Yeah, you can you, you can go to Birmingham and pay her to whip you with a fucking whip or whatever whatever you, you want. You were lady so and so with her tits falling out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the great thing about that show. I can say anything that comes into my head, and he loves it, and I make more money just to sit there and make fun of that show than I have in any wrestle, anything wrestling-related I've ever done in my life. Well, what does a Wildcat Wendell Cooley old-school veteran think about shit like that? I mean... He don't. I mean, he goes out and does his math. Most of them old guys aren't even aware of that shit because, the, like in that building especially, the dressing room is in a separate building. It's like, that's an old schoolhouse, so the dressing room's in a cafeteria 50 feet across the way, and so they don't even see the rest of the show. They don't, they have no idea what's going on in there during the rest of it. Because they don't know there might be a damn extra hypodermic needle sticking up out of the turnbuckle if somebody didn't sweep it out, right? <laughs> right. Woo. Yeah, I saw y'all had Bullet Bob over there for that. I'm sure, I'm yeah. sure Bob Armstrong. <laughs> I can only imagine. Bullet Bob out there getting ready to go to the ring at 78 years old, chain smoking one cigarette after another uh, before he goes to the ring. I had no idea that Bob Armstrong was a chain smoker. I'm like, how is he still wrestling at his age and smokes like a freaking chimney and apparently has like his whole life? Well, I mean, well, I, Which, I, I mean, his, I, his I match is pretty much Jimmy Valiant, you know, the 
smoking shtick, yeah. but you know. I knew still. one of his sons did a little smoking, but I didn't know he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully just those Marlboros, but you know. Well, they were green, but anyway. Latin lettuce, <laughs> Fred Sanford used to say. Latin lettuce. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> oh, my All right, have you got our list of fake, I mean, our list of mail-in questions that people had for me? <laughs> I don't even have any this week. We're just we're just winging this shit, man. I've had a horrible week at oh. work, and I've got an even worse week coming up this week. So we're just we're just winging oh, it, no. uh, and which is sad because we may have a few new listeners tonight. Um, we we my big uh, post on Facebook where I tag like literally a hundred people, which I don't normally do, and I hate. I fucking despise when people do that to me, but I've never done it, and I decided I would do it one time, and uh, we picked up about. I don't know, forty something extra, fifty extra followers due to that. So yeah. Guess How y'all doing, folks? <laughs> yeah. So here's team. what you signed up for. Sorry. Yeah. Well, here. So but if you want to call in and ask Mister Sensational something, please do. Yeah, they even know who the hell I am. I was the guy that created television in North Mississippi many years ago. <laughs> Wrestling wise, this is the guy that's lost more money than WCW. Had. Wrestling. <laughs> well, we oh drove my. by Fox 13 this morning hunting that damn house Neil referenced earlier in the conversation. And <laughs> I said, there's, more, there's the building that cost me my Southern Heavyweight Championship title. <laughs> <laughs> Want it back for Keeley. Did I, did, I tell you, did I tell you we got to talk to Tony Schiavone a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, you did on last week's show. Oh, did That's we? awesome. Yeah. yeah. Boy. Leslie got the mooch off my pro wrestling tea purchase. Yeah, well, <laughs> now that we, we didn't have Leslie here to put his two cents in on it, but yeah, my brother had texted me afterwards and said that he found that interesting that to know that, you know, he calls and holds like conversations like that, that he may order one now. Well, you know what Leslie was doing in the background? The whole time I was whispering to Neil, ask if he's bookable, ask if he's bookable. <laughs> like, yeah, like Leslie's got a show he's been to put him on in yeah. two weeks. Ringside International Championship, Southern Heritage Velocity Wrestling Federation. Classic. Saturday, <laughs> come to Rockstar Records and meet Tony Schiavone for, from three to five. That's what you need to book your stuff for. Exactly. Yeah. Lord. He'd draw baseball well, fans, that. he'd draw wrestling fans, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I guess I've got a bit of an announcement to make. I, don't know, I can't remember if I told you this yet or not, but um, you know the OWO is having their, I think it's their third anniversary show July the 22nd uh, in Amory, yeah. where you and I wrestled Jerry Lawler and Derek King a couple of months ago. Uh, right. I'm actually tied up with Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner So uh, retirement may definitely be imminent On the 22nd <laughs> <laughs> After well, I either get Suplex or Steiner lined across Monroe County <laughs> So is Neil going to I mean is, Neil Is Leslie going to ask the smart ass question Or do I need to uh, Leslie go ahead. His, his, his Does he actually wrestle Neil. in that leather jacket now like, is I haven't seen question? a picture of him not in a leather jacket. Yes. 
I don't know, but I know obviously he's getting independent bookings because of his big return to television. Yeah, they got well, I seen him. I seen him. Yeah, I seen him. Yeah, I seen pictures from an independent show in Georgia, and he was in an eight-man tag match. He was standing on the apron, tagging in, wearing that leather jacket and blue jeans. So now that's all he's pointing. I thought that was odd. Well, I I don't know. He's he's tagging with Cameron Valentine against me and a guy named Jay Poplar from uh, from over your way. So uh, I don't know. He may not have to take his jacket off at all. <laughs> Jay Popular. I'm sure. Yeah. So Dirty couldn't Dirty couldn't book me in this thing. He's booking some guy named Jay Popular. What the hell is that? I, well, I guess I don't know. You have to take that up with with Dirty. I thought he may have already talked to you. No, I haven't heard nothing now. I'd say I'm. I know you're. You'd be excited about taking a belly to belly off the top or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord The Shoney oh, line Yeah No I'm just kidding I don't want no part of wrestling Fucking Scott Steiner I'd love to have <laughs> Go up there and cut a promo With him though I'd love I'd love for him To cut one of those Fat asses promo on me <laughs> <laughs> That's where Yeah me and you Need to be tagging for that Look at these two They're fat asses I hope I what if I still have? I think I deleted that. God dang it! That would be a perfect time to play that right now. But I think I deleted it. I know it would be great. That was so funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, well, he was, he was he was actually cutting that on the Dudleys, wasn't it? Yeah. Bubba, uh, Bubba Ray was about four times what his size he is now. At that at that point, so I guess it was kind of. I guess it worked on point at the time. Hmm. Well, Leslie, I mean, you being the the TNA fan you are, are you lobbying to manage them? No. <laughs> so you can take no. a suplex or my phone, don't, my phone don't ring no more. Plus, I'm busy. I'm an entrepreneur. I ain't got time most of the time. You're what? Yeah. An entrepreneur. Oh, a problem somebody, there. somebody that don't make no money. Is that, <laughs> is that what you did in my bathroom earlier? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a big old loan. Oh God! Damn, I don't hear that. We almost got talking oh. about shit like, and now we're talking about this week. <laughs> Lord. Uh, yeah, Kevin will be calling yeah, in here in a minute. I'm just waiting on him to I give E. Lie Drake his big run in TNA. Who oh, is that? No, but that some bitch has got charisma. If he was in with Vince, he'd be over. I know. If anybody just knew who he was, he'd be. He'd be over. He's a great talker. Yeah. Anybody was, he's not a very good worker, but he's a great talker. Yeah. I and think his catchphrase is like dummy or something. Yeah, dummy, yeah. Is that that? Yeah. That's that guy punches that button. Yes. Dummy, yeah. Mike Bennett. No, Mike Bennett's gone. He's in the next T now, dumbass. Oh, is Him it? and Maurice oh, well, both are going to be in the next T. showed my, showed my ignorance, everybody, <laughs> which I don't give a shit. Anyway. Well, it appears that, that, that they really talked it up Thursday night about them being the first show from India and all that stuff on a serious note here. So they beat Vince to the punch on that deal. And uh, it appears that, and this, the real deal. God is damn, pal, they beat me to India. Yeah. <laughs> Put the belt on him for nothing. Yeah, this is the real deal's opinion that uh, that this is a Bruce Pitchard deal. It appears that they're going to quit trying to worry about being the best and just concentrate on being the number two company and do the storylines with what they got to work with and all that. If they do that, maybe the show will go back to being decent again. I mean, 
According to the real deal, all they got is a bunch of nobodies, has been mid carters from WWE, but they can still make an interesting show out of it if they try. No, I'm sorry. They have had too many false restarts for my. I've given them all the chances I can at this point. I I fuck them. I don't care who you can tell me anybody is on there, and I'm not gonna watch it because I mean I've just I've tried too many times. It's just no, no. Well, the only thing that's confusing is they got they got 16 sets of champions because you got Jeff Jarrett's global belts having champions in the company, and then you got the Impact champions. At some point, I'm sure they'll. "Quote unquote unify those belts, but I don't know. Yeah, and none of them yeah. belts mean shit. Yeah, they were the champion of uh, Alberto Del Patron is the damn global force heavyweight champion, meaning that he defended them. He won the belt that was defended at the baseball parks through the year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I don't know. It and then they just like tossed the other belt back and forth between Bobby Lashley and whoever each week. What is Bobby Lashley? Yeah, has Bobby Lashley already broke Flair's record at this point as far as like TNA title? He's like 17 time champion, I would guess. I don't know. Don't say 17 time champion because we all know what's happening the 4th of July on SmackDown. Damn it. Woo! Woo! Yeah. That's when, that's when John Cena outdoes Flair and becomes I'm the new greatest it. world champion in history. I'm making it official. The prediction now, you hear it from Mr. Sensational tonight. What's his name is going to have the down belt on the 4th of July, go out there and do the normal anti-USA slick smick crap he does, and that damn dun-dun-dun-dun shit's going to hit, and Cena's going to do his normal stick about, don't talk about my country on the night, on the day she was born, on her birthday, blah, 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 and the next thing you know, match, 17-time world champion, and they're going to say he's the best of all time, and I'm going to have to shit my britches. And Jack Rock said he was going to swallow his own tongue if that happened. Quote. <laughs> well, get ready. I mean, you don't exactly have to be Nostradamus to predict that one. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I'll take John Cena's champion over fucking Randy Orton or Jinder Mahal. I mean, at least he can have decent matches. Just, I ain't give a shit about Randy Orton in 10 years. I mean, he... He, to me, he's like WWE wrestler version of TNA, where it's like they've tried and tried and tried and tried to make him interesting, and they just can't do it. I just I don't give a shit about him. And they've managed to do, do the same with, with Bray Wyatt at this point, too. I don't take anything he does serious because they know in the end he's going to lose. What do you think about Samoa Sorry, Joe Jack. versus Brock? How's that going? I fucking Obviously, love Brock's it. Gonna be Obviously, Brock's going to be the baby. Yeah, and Brock's going to go over, but... I was glad to see Paul Heyman finally take a little damn bump the other night, a little bit of physical abuse coming from a fucker who never wanted to as a manager, but... I was about to say, that's first, hypocritical as shit, but all right. Oh, but I, no, that's the first time I, I was shocked about that. That's the first time I can remember in my memory. Of course, I'm losing my memory, but I can't remember that happening in quite a while. Well, then he just laid on the mat and hugged him. It ain't like he gave him the damn muscle buster or something. Of course, the world will be right when the Goldberg music hits again. Oh, Christ Jesus. (laughs) Maybe they'll bring him to TNA, and you can just fucking come every time the show comes on between it being TNA and it being Goldberg. (laughs) That'll just make your life. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. And him and Bobby Lashley can just... Swap the belt back and forth like a damn ping pong ball every week, and you can sit there and just utter amazement of what's going to happen next. 
Yeah. And I don't care I, if know, Bruce Pritchard's on there or if Lana's buck naked in the middle of the ring every week. I'm still not watching it. So. Now wait a minute. No, I know you keep throwing that. You keep throwing that out there every time. Oh, Bruce Pritchard's on there. I don't care. He's interesting on the podcast. He's not interesting on there. But now if Lana's buck naked. That might, well, there'll I, be I might pictures actually, of that online. You ain't got to sit through that show to see that. I mean, it's, hey, that's true. I don't have to sit through that. There we go. I'll just look yeah, it up online. Exactly. I got to watch all that shit. Well, what do you think like about you do, like, like all the other naked Lana pics are out there. They're fixing to give her an opportunity to work on SmackDown, it looks like. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> against against she doesn't need to wrestle, bless her heart. Just stand there and look good. That's all. Speaking of big boobs like we were earlier, she's going to work that Trinity girl. <laughs> Speaking of which, me and Neil had a great good-looking black waitress today in Memphis. She was hot. Woo! That's all you've talked about. Since Boy, she had some big old bitties, too. one thirty today. She was beautiful, man. You're like a 70-year-old high schooler <laughs> in a 53-year-old man's body. 50. I thought you were 53. I thought you was 41. Well, how old are you now? And I thought this was called Random Wrestle Talk, not Chocolate Titties with Leslie Jones. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's talk Random Wrestle Talk, damn it. Me and Neil were joking earlier today. If we were mic'd up as we were walking through the Wolf Chase Mall today and the Bards Across the Mall and all the shit we talk about in my vehicle to and from Memphis, it would make a very interesting podcast to hear the honesty that we say about shit that we can't say on public stuff like this because nobody would... Well, nobody likes me much anyway, but we would have nobody that would even talk to us. Yeah, I mean... Leslie says out loud, look at her camel toe. (laughs) 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 Something didn't say it that night. Yeah, that was very much. All right. Well, speaking of, that. hold on before before we leave this line of questioning, uh, <laughs> yeah. since Leslie was so ex- Leslie was so excited to go on the show and talk about the whole page uh, leak thing, I'm assuming you saw the Charlotte pictures. No, right? The Charlotte pictures. What? Before you haven't seen the Charlotte pictures? No. I didn't know there was any. I don't think she's that attractive. Yes, there's leaked Charlotte pictures, and they are fucking atrocious. I mean, it is a travesty. She looks much better with clothes on. Huh? I'm going to look that up. Is it before the boob job or after? After, and one's lopsided. It's terrible. Look it up. While we're, put it in the Google machine while we're talking here. It's it's, it's a fucking travesty, I'm telling you. I'm going to use my cell phone and not my work computer. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. No, I, I haven't seen no Charlotte pick. I don't think she's that attractive for person. I, you never actually told yeah, me. Well, I don't either. But after these pictures, you'll oh man, I'm telling you, they did her no favors. I hate to bring this up again, but Paige is going to wind up in TNA for it's over with. Cause she ain't going to have well, nowhere else to obviously. go. Obviously, because she's. Killed her career. And that's where you go once you kill your career is TNA. I'll tell you something else while he's looking up pictures and we're wasting time. I'll tell you something else weird that they did in TNA. The down, they had that group called Decay, which had over down Abyss and had <coughs> a girl named Rosemary or Rosemary or something, and it had that crazy Steve guy. Well, the Rosemary girl and this crazy Steve guy signed with NXT. So they broke up yeah. the crap and turned to 
turn the bis back into them Joseph Park, the attorney at law. But they brought some other chick out dressed in the same outfit as that Rosemary girl and are trying to play it off that it's the same damn chick. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> obvious that it's I guess they figured yeah. well, we bought all this makeup, all these clothes, we might as well send her out there. So, yeah, yeah, anyway. like the old razor and diesel. This looks like a bad sex change. Let me see that. I know, right? That's terrible. Look at it. Looks the left hip's pointing left, and the right hip's going north. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm saying. I figured you hadn't seen them, or you just brought it up already. Bless her heart. That's, she just get a refund. There should be a penis there. I know. God, that Oh, Lord. Woo. I don't know that she can call herself the queen after those pictures coming out. Uh, oh my God! Yeah, this is bad. They were nice sized tits, but they're lopsided. Rick needs his money back. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we talking about boobs? And you picked oh up my Lord! Pit? And look, if you, uh, one of these pictures that I found, she's taking a selfie with her phone, and it's got her phone case has got the WWE logo on it. I bet they're I know. that product. Play. <laughs> you know they are. Got a WWE logo on the back of that phone. Why would you do that? I don't know, especially looking like that. Lord, help us. I don't know. Jesus, boy, this. If somebody sent those to you, you'd send them back, wouldn't you, Leslie? Yeah, after I got through, yeah. <laughs> oh God! What could you I, do to that? Got through throwing up, looking at them is what I meant. Y'all yeah. You're you're gonna pound it out to that anyway. I, yeah, you've done worse. Come on, don't. We're shooting here. I let's think just be list, honest. Alexa Bliss is attractive. And Nia Jax yeah, she's is right. beautiful. Who's your favorite little rascal? Alpha <laughs> or Scott? <laughs> 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 oh, this is about to take a whole terrible turn. Like this. Yeah, uh, let's talk about the archives. Or let's talk about down the return of somebody. Or let's talk about something. All right, well, what do you want to talk about? You you watch more wrestling than me or Neil, apparently, so. Well, I, I, saw, a, I saw Neil's latest match Saturday night on Facebook, but we won't talk about it. Okay. I was going to do a hashtag of FBCW. You can figure out what that stands for. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Brody. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you did in the there. I thought you were going to do the old Mick Foley joke. I thought you were going to say, I saw Neil Taylor's last match on Facebook, or at least I hope it was, but you, you missed it. No. We'll have to wrestle Lawler for somebody somewhere down the road again sometime. We did check out Jerry Lawler's barbecue a couple of weeks ago. That was actually really good. I thought it sucked. Well, now, this ain't the bar. This is the barbecue place, right? The, the actual oh, barbecue yeah. place. If you want to walk in the door and see Jerry's head on the wall and see Jerry's head on the cup and see Jerry's head on the napkin and see Jerry's head on the toilet paper holder and see Jerry a tape of Jerry's greatest hits playing on the TV, then, yeah, it's a good place. Well, hence the name, Jerry Lawler's Barbecue Company. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not going to go to Jerry Lawler's Barbecue and look for Bill Dundee. (laughs) You know, Uh, if you thought anybody would go there, you'd have Mr. Sensational something over there in Tupelo and have your mug all over that joint. Absolutely, that's right. Well, something to do with what a station it will be when old Monroe gets the one, two, three. 
Oh, Lordy. How's the bull doing? He's good. How's Dallas? Uh, me, How's and him, Dallas me and him are actually going to be doing the commentary on the next one of those comedy shows. It's going to be at a oh, bar uh, down in Dadeville, Alabama, and me and him are going to get about half lit and then do the commentary. So it should be interesting. Are you driving? Huh? That's the wrong. He's talking about bull. I'm not driving. You're talking about You said Dallas said, was going said, with you. No, Jeremy, damn it. Oh, Dallas ain't going anywhere with me. You should know that better than anybody. <laughs> I'll still say he was a good fella. Well, you take him with you then and see if you still say that when you get back. Dallas, we love you, buddy. Did you get that picture I sent you of the soul? What, what's he calling himself? Uh, so fresh and clean. Huh? The uh, soul taker. Not, that's not soul taker. I like soul taker. Oh, uh. Ghost. What's he calling himself? Yeah, yeah. I seen a promo of that the other day. I'm so happy. I'm so happy to be here in this godforsaken piece of crap thing. And he was in a church. <laughs> in this goddamn church. <laughs> I just couldn't get over it. Well, he's, he's channeling like a really shitty Terry Funk there. In this so godforsaken goddamn church. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's a good fella, though. He tried. You know what? <coughs> you got to give him one, two things. By God, they run more shows than anybody. They got more buildings than anybody, and they try harder than anybody. And that was three things. Wow, you had me. Yeah, you had me until they try hard, but. You know, we're going to have to change this to, but he's a good fellow podcast if we're going to keep burying everybody and then his <laughs> tension up. But, but he's a great guy. He is a nice guy. I like Jim. Well, I, I think we can all say we know a lot of people that aren't worth the shit, but they're nice people. Oh, God. I know so many. I know way more nice guys than I knew good workers. Just put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> the wrestling business is full of nice guys. Yeah. Sadly, though, I'm, you know, see, I, they can't say I'm a nice guy or a good worker, so I'm just a shit all the way around. <laughs> I'm an asshole and a good work, so, hell, there's no redeeming quality for me. Are we going to talk about anything about current WWE programming or anything coming up? I wasn't planning on it, any- but if you want to, go ahead. We well, talked about Alexa Bliss, and you were talking about Nijax's well, eyes and stuff. Podcast, and all we've talked about is titties and people that we don't think can do a good promo. But it was I mean, Charlotte Flair's. Yeah, that's wrestling. Because it's supposed yeah, to be entertaining. Do you know how many you know how many well, podcasts how- there are with three jack offs sitting around babbling about WWE Monday night? People can hear that shit anywhere. They don't need to hear our well, opinions I- on WWE. Yeah, this is entertaining time here. I'll give you that. How's your brother doing? Hey brother, how you He's good, he's listening right now. He doesn't miss an episode and he always loves when you're on, so you know. Yeah, I just said, hey, this is this is mostly doing? for him. Yeah, we're taking He's one. He's got a birthday coming in August, so we. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're loving this. Uh, on a, on yeah, you... a serious, on a serious debatable note, I sure am missing creating something wrestling wise. No, well. Okay, y'all didn't. Well, when you starting up your next? When you starting up your next show? Fall of two thousand. Let's talk about that. Well, yeah, let's talk about that. Sure. When the the next incarnation of IWF is coming. 
Uh, we can't have IWF no more. Remember, those letters will never be used because I sold the TV library to that guy up in Chicago when I signed the contract saying I couldn't use the letters. Remember? Yeah, because oh, God knows nobody in wrestling's ever never gone back on their word. We burnt that banner in Neil's backyard, so that was the end of it. Of course, the other banner's in my closet. But <laughs> okay, I was about to say you got another one. I mean, why how why is IWF coming back any different than anybody that retires seventeen times and comes back? Because I would have a different way of looking at that this go around if I ever did come back. You said that the last time. Yeah, and we wound up <laughs> down. Well, he did. Oh, it just yeah. wasn't a good one. We ended up with, it, with we ended up with uh, Dallas Monroe against DC every week. It come up, it, it. No, it come up with what I was saying about <laughs> FBC or FBSC or FSBCW. You but sound like a damn icon. Fat slow boys championship wrestling, according to Gene, and we followed stabbings with shootings or either shootings with stabbings or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. That's one thing I am, I, you know, on a serious note. That's one thing old Jim and Sheila can do, man. They can go around and get these buildings. I, it's just shocking to me how hard it is to get a building. Tell every damn three days she's posting, well, we're at the Greenwood School or we're at the whatever National Guard Army, we're at the whatever community center. Well, my God, that's what I was getting frustrated with last week because we were talking to Kevin Brennan, and they're, he's booking buildings where they're throwing lights and light tubes at each other and hypodermic needles and stabbings and scissor stabbings and yeah, setting shit on fire. You couldn't get a building because somebody stopped up the damn commode. Was, not, <laughs> was nacho cheese. <laughs> nacho cheese. Somebody poured nacho cheese down the fucking toilet. <laughs> I hope they just poured it down the toilet and didn't puke it up or something. But. Oh, they go ate so, ten pounds of nachos and. <laughs> well, I wonder how he'd do that that dental problem he's got. <laughs> Has anybody I'm heard from Joey Lynn? That doesn't make it about hour. Yeah, Mr. Has a has a uh, a warrant or a uh, what was it? What was that they used to call it back in the day? Susan's ranch. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Got a damn bounty out for for referee Joey Lynn. He owes him thirty five dollars. I wouldn't I wouldn't have believed that on nobody. Out of all the people in the world, he come by my store and asked me for thirty five dollars. He's down on his luck. I helped him out. Next thing I hear is that somebody at Boomville said, "Hell yeah, he beat some of the other people out of thirty five dollars and moved to Little Rock." Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I would have hit I would have hit a bigger lick than that before okay, I moved I off to Little Rock. We're going to stick to the theme here. I just buried Joey Lynn. Hey, I love you, Joey Lynn. Just bring me my money back the next time yeah. you come. You're a good fellow. You're a nice He's guy. He's a nice guy. <laughs> he is over 35. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, you wouldn't have gave him 35 bucks if he wasn't a nice guy. But I wonder how many likes yeah. we've lost in the course of this podcast, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back below 400 that. by the time it's over. We love everybody, especially me. I ain't got no beef with nobody no more. It's too, life's too damn short. Bullshit. Yeah. You said you hated Bill Dundee. Bullshit, I ain't never said that. <laughs> Bill Dundee's an asshole. That's what you said a while ago. Well, he treated me like an asshole 20 years ago. Well, you're right. I was on the fucking Dole show, but well, other than that, he don't asshole. know me, and I don't know him that well. well. And you said he looked like somebody's old Meemaw now. No. <laughs> I ain't never said that. And you don't quit trying to stir up shit. But we ought to call this the Shit Stirrers Podcast instead of the name. Well, we got the appropriate guests. 
shit. Well, let's, <laughs> hell, let's talk about something we're talking about instead of something that ain't. Well, what, if, you're, if you're hard up to talk about WWE, well, go ahead and you've obviously got something no, in mind, so why, why don't you tell us that Broken Matt Hardy's going to show up on fucking Raw tomorrow night? Well, they are going to bring out, they're going to start using that eventually. Oh, His for fuck's sake. I tw- you know what? I yeah. tweeted out last week because after after they run him in the cage or whatever, and all these people are posting, he's going to be broken next week. And I put, I guess if you just say every time something happens to Matt Hardy, now he's going to be broken, eventually you'll fucking be right. But they've said that every time he's been hit in the head since he got to WWE at WrestleMania. Oh, he's going to be broken now. No, he's not. Well, I will just remind you, I am the person that sat here at this same table on the same podcast and said, this next week, they will be at WrestleMania. And both y'all went, fuck, no, they're not. And I'll be damned. They were. <laughs> I guess we'll eat that. Yeah, and on July 4th, John Cena is going to come win the belt, and you're going to tell us you predicted that, too. And I'll agree to all that. But... Well, that's so, predict- that's so predictable. They may wait to the next week. <laughs> So the next night. <laughs> well, no, that's SmackDown. So you got to you got to figure all. out a way to make this genius work for you instead of predicting WWE shit. You got to figure out a way to make this work for old Leslie. So when are we starting well, this thing up? I don't know. You can't get, get a bill. I really like I really like you as a commentator, Gene. I listen to you commentate. You do a good job. And I think you and Kimball Winston would be a hell of a team. I, that's what you I told would. you last time you when would. I wanted to kill Memphis Monroe. Yeah, you were a team. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate to go back to a, a bad subject, I guess, but I was sitting here. This thing about Charlotte Flair is still on my phone, and I was reading a paragraph on this. Listen to this. It says, as you can see in the nude photos below, it would have been far more <laughs> as, as sexually pleasing on the eye of Charlotte's father, wrestling legend Rick Flair, and had his naked pictures released to the world instead. For Charlotte Charlotte has ridiculously lopsided titties and a nasty, banged-out-looking cock case. (laughs) I I seen somebody posted on on one of those groups. They said, I would have rather seen naked pictures of David Flair. (laughs) You know, he's like 400 pounds now. Yeah, he's bigger than I am. Jesus. Uh, Oh, my God. This goes on to say it says, yes, Charlotte Flair has clearly been involved in in too many tag team Royal Rumble and Survivor Series matches inside the bedroom. For her dilapidated body is certainly looking worse for wear. Perhaps it's time for Charlotte to consider hanging up her labia and retiring to a Muslim floppy farm. Literally your thoughts. <laughs> for even the most physical aspects of foreign life on a Muslim's plantation is far more intense than working for the WWE. The only attention that will be paid to her <laughs> her battering ble- <laughs> battering <laughs> breast and flip piss flaps will be when we watch <laughs> what we attach her heart harshness to them while hooking Charlotte up to a plow. What the fuck? Okay. Oh my God! No Borat joke in there somewhere, I guess. But. Well, they. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hang like sleeve of wizard. Just <laughs> <laughs> very good on the plow. The herb not so good. <laughs> oh my God! It hang oh, like Ric Flair's robe. 
<laughs> like sleeve of lick <laughs> Well, oh. them forty people you had, come on, kiss them goodbye. <laughs> oh yeah. Never Thankfully, I don't have to show them. Yeah. I ain't never watched Borat before. I don't I don't have to show them. Oh my god. Bum, bum, yeah, bum. I'm missing out. <laughs> oh Lord. Well, you keep doing that, Jack's definitely going to tune out. Oh, my Lord. Do you hear what I said? True shit premiered tonight. I mean, True Grip premiered tonight, I think. <sighs> What's that? I wonder what damn old Bella chick's tits look like. Any naked pictures of her somewhere? <laughs> I don't know. I bet you John paid her paid for hers to be straight. It looked like somebody run $25 short of the whole build on Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> He just stopped. Like he's like, I ain't doing anything else, so I receive full payment. Oh my lord! We're gonna oh, leave them just good. like they are until I get the rest of my money. There are probably actually three people listening to this, and they don't know what in the hell we're talking about. This is supposed to be a wrestling podcast. What are we talking about? We'll talk wrestling. About wrestling. wrestling. So that carry, take care of both things. There, we didn't lie. I don't guess. We'll talk oh, about some wrestling, Leslie. We're waiting. What else can we butcher? Uh, <laughs> Jeez, I don't know. We both just looked at each other like he said, talk about wrestling, and we're like, what the hell is there talking <laughs> <laughs> We can't talk about Eli Drake and TNA, and we can't talk about WWE. Let's see, locally, you got Joel running over there with all them kids coming to the MMA building, and you got Moonville still drawing up there, although it's fixing to get hot, so I don't know. You got well, I'm telling you, if you want to talk about WWE, if you got something on your mind about WWE that's not just the same shit that every other show is, Roman Reigns sucks and blah, blah, then have at it. Well, I will say this. Thank God they put Joe over because if they'd have put Roman over the other night, I don't know. Maybe they're finally learning that nobody wants to see that bastard. Well, hmm. my, my, I didn't, I never thought really they were going to put Reigns over, but. My thought was they were probably going to put Finn Balor over, and I like Finn Balor, but he is not a legitimate opponent for Lesnar. You know, I mean, no. that's, of the guys in the ring, the only real believable opponent would have been Joe, if not Roman Reigns. Because God knows if it's Bray Wyatt, everybody knows how that's going to end. So where do you think they're going to go with Joe versus Lesnar? If you oh, had Lesnar to make will beat him. Lesnar will beat him. Okay. The word so on the street is, and I'm, I'm – that that they're going to keep the belt on Lesnar all the way till next WrestleMania for Reigns to to win it. It's going to be Joe and Lesnar, and then by SummerSlam it's going to be Braun and Lesnar. Some point in between it'll be Finn and Lesnar, Rollins and Res- Lesnar, and then at WrestleMania Reigns will beat Lesnar. And there'll be huge gaps in between of the champion not being on Raw. Jacks will be so happy. You know he got blocked by Roman Reigns. Was it last week? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, what Jackson, happened? Jackson, I don't know what happened. He got blocked by Roman Reigns on Twitter. Well, hell, he gets on Twitter and just buries these people and tags them in it. What's he think's gonna happen? <laughs> well, of course, they're gonna block him. He tags us in that shit. I'm like, damn it, you're gonna have me getting blocked by people for no reason. Like, I, you know. Well, Gene, how's? Well, never mind. We can't ask you how work's going. We'll do that offline. <laughs> Yeah. Any more promotion? Sucks. <laughs> well, that's good. Put that out there publicly all over the airways. 
Well, that's all right. Con- con- considering what I just read on my off of my cell phone and my job, I guess yeah. Anyway, I may be. You may need to may have to hire a new salesman here for too long. God damn it! I need one. Come on. <laughs> Is that the problem? You can, they, y'all not selling cars like candy bars over our jeans? Oh god damn it! I didn't say what I do, fucker. You're the one killing kayfabe here. All I said was work sucks. I didn't say what I do. I know. I you're well. Everybody knows you on the car lot. Shit. No, they don't. I've never well, once said anything on this podcast to that sort. Well, they do now. On a fucking car lot for them little damn um, helicopter cars like you buy at the mall on them carts. Oh, Lord. Speaking of which, I bought some damn fidget spinners to sell at my store and can't give them some bitches away. And there's 17,000 carts full of them in every damn mall in the United States of America. Anyway. Well, yeah, because that was popular for like two weeks. They ran out, and every clown in the world went and bought everyone they could find, and now they're everywhere. There's literally four carts in the Wolf Chase Mall in Memphis. Two carts up and two cars on the bottom floor with nothing but them on it. Uh, that's unbelievable. And they're six dollars. And greedy Daddy Warbucks Jones over here selling his for nine. Seven ninety nine. What's that? Well, he'll be selling them for two here in nine months when they're still there. Yeah, we've already started talking about that. <laughs> well, we'll start selling them at your gimmick table at the shows. Put your face yeah, on really them damn good. things and so. Yeah, I gotta figure out. Call the real deal of spinner wheel or some shit. Uh, <laughs> the real deal spinner wheel. I got. I <laughs> You're welcome. You can have that. No charge. Available at com starting tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I hear the train wasn't blowing. Mm. <laughs> Wonder how David Cox is doing. That's a hard working son of a Without. Man. I'm proud he made. I'm, I'm probably made it through the storm. Storm. <laughs> oh, the light yeah. Sure. Sorry, sure, his ass was puckered all the way to the end. Well, you know that's the... Hello, Neil. If you ever need somebody to ride with him, I'd pay half the gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I should probably do that sometime. And record and, it. And record the whole thing. Hell yeah. That would be. On the road yeah. with David Cox. I just want you to know I'm going to be down there Friday night. I can't wait to be there that godforsaken town. <laughs> you just love that, don't you? That's the best gimmick that summer gun does. Put that damn skull mask <laughs> on. Walk out that lantern. Don't nobody ever walk out with a lantern on no wrestling shows. That's a damn good thing. Now, now, who'd have thought of that? Can't believe his wife and daughter ain't standing on each side with their cell phone out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, flip phones don't light up that good. I don't give a shit. Don't book me anymore. No way. I don't care. <laughs> anyway. Lord have mercy. Mr. Sensational is available for the rest of the summer for bookings. And most of the rest of the year and pretty much all of next year, too. <laughs> so, okay. Well, let's, let's, plug, let's plug you here. And, and So, what would Mr. Sensational bring to the... What would Mr. Sensational bring to the table if someone was to book him for their event? Well, I need to be a good baby or a good ownership figure or a good matchmaker figure or a good heel. I still got it. I just don't know. Well, good. You left a manager out, so that's good at least. At least you didn't try to say you were going to be a manager. I don't 
civil shit what nobody thinks I was a good manager in the aspect that I wasn't I ain't out there trying to put the shit during the mic spill I tried to get the, the attention on me but during the match I didn't I was down it's because it's the damn guys in the ring that's supposed to have the attention during the match not the damn person outside the ring I've always been told that I was good at that part of it and I can somewhat talk unless I call it punish shit hour but anyway other than that Oh, we should have had that ready for tonight, too. <laughs> yeah, well, it's still on here. I didn't delete that one. That one's never going away. I can drop that one at a, at a moment's notice. Oh, my Lord. I'm still the owner. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, that's funny as hell. Anyway. I don't know. All the attention was on you the night we wrestled Brian Christopher over in some field somewhere, and you took your damn shirt off and threw it on the mat and said you'd whoop him. <laughs> that was probably the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, out there. Not down God, what were you on that up. night? We were in a cotton field in the middle of damn nowhere in front of six black people hollering, <laughs> hollering. What they call me? Elephant, not elephant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this after you took your shirt off? Yeah. yeah I'm sure what they call me. Call me Buttercup. They're African Americans, sir. People of color. You can't say black guys anymore. I've got neighbors, anyway. And then when they saw me running across that field, they called me. Yeah, after Brian Lawler what pulled. The, after, what huh? It's a shit thing. Come on, it's Reggie, good job, manager. You just need to get you some cleanup draws. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, that was my first and only time to work with Brother Christopher. Oh my God, I think I have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, y'all send in your wow. donations to Mr. Taylor. He might be undergoing some surgery. <laughs> All right, Leslie, there's our show right there the Neil Taylor surgery fundraiser. I mean, he'll <laughs> still right. work it, but you know. But he's such a pussy, he's afraid of a needle. <laughs> Oh, Lord, anyway. <laughs> this is our will never get back. <laughs> well, come in fall of 2017 or spring of 2018, one of the two. Oh, Lord. Why do you think well, I Well, uh, Why do you think I asked I knew you were heading. I know. I knew you were going somewhere with that. Is that who we was going to use when you and I were talking about doing something together at one point? No, you I can't afford high spots. Neither can you. I know who high spots is, but I thought somebody filmed that shit and sold it to them. Oh, I didn't think they filmed it their own damn self. They did a damn good job. Was that a one or two camera shoot? Two. Oh, okay. And and I and there was good sound on your y'all's end. Oh Lord, my sides are hurting. Yeah, we were wired straight into the the camera. I mean, that's that's. 
they're 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 professional. Every every show I've done with them is set up. The sound's good and the video's good, except for the one where um, they let Bertram run the, the extra camera over the softcore cut. They couldn't use any of his footage. Right? I'll be damned. Huh? Except hello to the Bernie Sanders support group tonight. Hey, hey, Dustin. Oops. I know you're listening. Does he still do his SmackDown Wednesday podcast or whatever it's called? Well, how the hell would I know? I don't know. Well, hell, you're friends with him. You have to ask him. Yeah, we all one big happy family. Mm. Oh, and another, speaking of families, they're bringing Hank Jr. back to football this fall. I'm sure you're happy about that. What in the hell you pull that out of? I got, because I was thinking about the America, we talked about Dustin and about politics, and that made me think that the world. The only thing me and Neil care less less about than TNA would be football. I know, isn't that wrong? I mean, two grown men who don't watch football. I don't know, I watched the Super Bowl. I'm a Patriots fan. I figured that out. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I guess you realize uh, yeah, I'm I, Whenever I've watched the Super Bowl I've always been for whoever everybody else is against Just to be a shithead but. Boy speaking of damn Super Bowl In New England Kimball down Winstead is the biggest New England Patriot Mark there he is I believe he's He's about to call in and cuss you out too Okay He would have fun with selling Tom Brady a car Oh he's got- <laughs> He's probably like he's probably like what is it with wrestlers and selling cars? Well, know. we all we hell we all sell. So I guess anyway. <laughs> anyway, well, it's out there well, now, shithead. So I mean, well, you know, Derek King, you know, anyway. Oh, well, we didn't all sell bongs at the mall, so yeah, mm-hmm. we didn't sell dugouts at the mall with bongs and. <laughs> Take me to your dealer and what was that? Eat me? You yeah, had a poster said eat me on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one of somebody Classy. naked down there now. That's nineteen ninety six too. That's a good old days. That's back when I was booking. Bullshit, this was four hours ago. This is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd book, no, I don't do that type of I'd book down Jimmy Valiant. Have you got a dildo room. room in that place? Yeah. Is that what's no. happening now? Okay. Oh, that's up the street at our other friend's house, other friend's place. <laughs> oh, my. Don't be infringing on people. <laughs> anyway, boy, back in the day, Gene, old handsome Jimmy would come to the damn store, and he'd sit there in his wrestling boots and then his attire, and he would go down to the food court back in them days, and he would hand out posters. People would be trying to eat, and he would walk up playing with that beer. Brother, 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 come down to the Salvation Army tonight for wrestling. Brother, brother. <laughs> them were the good old days. Ironically enough, I'm wrestling him this coming Friday for the Brickhouse Brown. Benefit. So you're going to get kissed and tapped on the ass again. Yeah, and my thumb, his thumb stuck up my ass again. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> hard days. I'm glad they call that the good old days. Isn't it bad about Brickhouse, bless his heart? It is. It is. We talked about it last week. We don't want to We don't want to bum everybody out talking about it again this week. But, yeah. yes, well, Neil will be at the benefit this Friday. Along with Reggie be fine. Reggie B. Fine, Handsome Jimmy, Sweet Georgia Brown, Miss Texas, or Jacqueline, however you know her, from um, Iceman Ken uh, Parsons. Outlaw uh, J.D. McKay. Port, <laughs> Wolfie D. Port Chop So, it's, yeah, it's, this is going to end up being a big show. I'm, I'm, Bill Dundee is going to be there. I'm excited about this thing. It's going to be a lot of fun. I tell you what, me and Neil and J.D. had a – Ate together the other night. JD's got him a nice young lady friend now, and 
We talked some old school shit. He had a good time, didn't we, now? You know, Gene, we got yep. J.D. on some point because we, we literally yeah. talked to him for two hours. And it was 80, all That's Eddie Gilbert stories. Get him on here sometime. Well, I'm not allowed yeah. to talk about Eddie Gilbert, so we can't do that. Oh, yeah. I you got that little issue with the... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I've, yeah, I've been been told not to talk about Eddie Gilbert, so we had to tell JD he's got a kayfabe all the Eddie Gilbert stories. So. Well, I could be the special, and then that would bring on a whole other story. Oh Lord, yeah. Well, hell. So, did you and JD yeah, get I, the early bird special, the senior discount when y'all went out the other night? Shit, no. We spent he spent a hundred and something dollars the other night. He bought the tap, appetizer for the table. God damn! You know how many referee spots that is. <laughs> JD gets a hundred quarter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Lord. Well, hell, I feel like we. He's a good guy, him. though. We like him. <laughs> yeah, I do. I love JD. I've known JD damn near all my life. Yeah, y'all went to school together. No, he's in the same town forever, though. Yeah, because you went to private school. Yeah. He went to school. Yeah, we man. He was managing the bumpers back when I was a kid. He's a little older than me. Is he 60? He's about 58, I think. You're 53. I'm 50. Oh. JD's 57, 58, I think. <laughs> we run with Kimble's the old crowd, Neil. What the hell? I think, I think Kimball's about 62, 63. We're going to back the time of this show up. Hell, if we're going to start talking about old people. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to just pay extra so we can have it at 5 p.m. Yeah, well, it's six. So we'll just be getting back in from eat, going to eat supper. Well, that's true. Yeah. We can't do it at five because then that'll cut into dinner time. Well, hey, we get we're down to like twenty four minutes, which I originally said I was going to try to cut tonight short because I got a long day tomorrow, and I'm sure you do too. And you know, yeah, not so much for Leslie. He goes in at what about eleven? And got a long day tomorrow at the clothing store. Damn, I hope you have a good day. Yeah, Leslie rolled out. <laughs> Leslie rolled out at about eleven tomorrow. Yeah, hard. Hard life for old Mr. Sensational. But, uh, you know, we do our, our bad promo of the week every week. And so this week you had sent me a couple. Again, we mentioned at the top of the show that this is the two-year anniversary of the passing of Dusty Rhodes. So we're going to play these. And we're not playing these saying that Dusty Rhodes gave a bad promo. Uh, they're they're entertaining. It's just the fact that Vince McMahon had him playing a plumber and, a, you know, working in a, a meat market and all that. It's just absurd. <laughs> But as Dusty Rhodes would do, he made it work. So first, first let's listen to Dusty Rhodes plumber or plumber promo from 1989. Woo! Have no fear, the son of plumbers. What's going on, baby? What can I do for you? Thank God you're here. I'm here to check your plumbing. You know that. Now let me ask you a couple questions. Is the ding a dinging? No, the ringer's not dinging. Is the ringer ringing? And the ringer's not ringing. Is that water, like, I, I'm trying to think now, is it like real crystal clear? You know what I'm talking about, Mama? No. It's not? No. Whew. Is it brown? It's bad. Dark, dark brown. You talking about chocolate brown? Coming. Whoo! I got just a thing. We got to fix this, Mama. Whoo-wee! Ooh, wow! We got a mess here. Look at this barbecue. Ooh, I wonder what that is. I can't see what that is down there. Whoa, 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 that's worse than I thought, mama. Listen, you don't want to see this thing. Now, I got to do a potty 
bypass. If you ain't seen one of these, you don't want to be looking. You're too pretty to be seen that. You step outside, I'm going to take care of business. Hey, leave the good doctor with his tools. You know what I'm talking about? I'm going to take care of this thing. Ooh, that's hard, too. But I got to get into it. Business time. Ooh, yeah. Oh, baby. Whoa, Lottie. Honey, open door. Open door. I got something for you. Woo wee! Oh yeah, look at it. What what I do? What I do? Let me get this out and show you. What I do? I did the first ever triple potty bypass. I mean, forty-three pounds. Look at it. Look at it. Woo wee! It is beautiful. Don't want to break it, baby. Don't want to break it. Woo! I got some unfinished business to do. Matter of fact, a little cosmetic surgery. Ooh-wee, she gonna be proud of this. Hey, darling, mama, come in here. I want to show you something now. Look at this. Woo-ho-ho. Hey, your pride and joy is ready. Take a look here. Hey, no more tidy bowl. You know what I mean? No more janitor in a drum. No more Drano, if you will. I mean, this here is ready for better homes and garden. Take a picture of this. Woo, let me ask you, is it ringing? <laughs> is it dinging? All right, test time, test time. I like you. Put your finger on that thing and listen to the music. Woo-hoo, you in business now. And I'm on the cover of Pummel's Weekly. Yeah, woo! Hey, aren't you? So there we go. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes has a plumber. So this was when Dusty came to the WWE back in the day. Uh, they were playing up the common man aspect of his gimmick over the years and the Americana thing and all that. So he came in as a series. He was a plumber. He was a pizza delivery guy. He was on a garbage truck. And ironically, all these things, uh, well, except the pizza guy, but, you know, plumbers and garbage man, all these went on to be real gimmicks a few years down the road, unfortunately. T.L. Hopper. T.L. Hopper, <laughs> the dirty white boy himself from Continental. And then you had... Uh, Duke the dumpster grossy, the garbage wrestling garbage man and uh and I didn't realize mm-hmm. until they started talking about it on that podcast that Dirty White Boy was a legit a plumber at the time they had hired him in and that's what he was doing on the side because he couldn't make a living in Smoky Mountain wrestling. So he was working as a plumber as a side job, so that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> So that leads us to my favorite one of the series, even as a kid, because I was quite young when these videos come out. But even even as a kid, I could appreciate the humor of this next one. So let's check this one out. Dusty Rhodes working in the meat market. This can't go wrong, can it? Yeah. All right. Welcome to Americana Butcher Shop. We don't sell no soda pop, but if you're looking for good beef, this is the place to stop. Ernest, come on over here. We're going to take you in the treasure chest of beef right here and show you what it's all about here at Americana. Come on in here now, Ernest. Oh, man, and look at that nice piece of veal hanging up there. Ernest, tell him folk about this veal right here. Nice oh, leg of veal. Fired leg of veal. And what is this two-legged creature right here? We know That's what that is. Nice leg of lamb. Leg of lamb. I love leg of lamb. What we got right here, them old rump roasts and everything. That's a nice rump roast. Ooh, and we know what this is right That's here. This is bologna. This is bologna, and we are full of it today. Yeah, come on over here. We're going to make some Americana right here, ground up beef. Look here. Stick it right in there. Get that thing working down in there. Now look down on the other end here, and you will see some of the finest Americana ground beef 
in the country right there. Woo-wee! That looks so good. Let me tell you something now. I'm going to tell you one time. You cannot be my price. But you sure can be my music. Hey, aren't you? <laughs> Can't beat my meat. Oh my God! Can't beat my. He's a barbecue guy in Ripley, so, Mississippi. Just got that on the side of his truck. You don't need to beat my meat. Wow. <laughs> so, oh, so we listen. We listen to a couple of dusty promos, but we always play an actual bad promo every week. So let's go ahead and play a legit bad promo so it don't seem like we're making fun of Dusty on the anniversary of his passing. That would be that would be wrong. So we have a real, really, really shitty promo here. So let's go ahead and play it real quick. So Oh my lord. You know what? I ain't in a very good mood tonight and I've gotta tell you why. This sounds familiar. Don't tell me to shut up. I'll slap you around. This never gets old. I'm sure. That's when I was making everybody a superstar. I'm sure that everybody, that everybody, got a big thrill of seeing me get my behind whipped on television last week. Talk Ghost Rider, everything he knows. That stupid Scott Porto, that stud. Supposedly, and cocky click, and Neil, Peppy Mill Taylor, they want to come out here, and they think they're going to put their hands on the owner of this company, you know, I'm not going to put up with it, so Commissioner Al Hall and I, we have come up with some matches tonight, I'm going to call this the sensational punish shit, punishment hour. <laughs> We're going to punish everybody in here. We lost that building because Rafe was sticking pins in that damn doll and him and Psycho were fighting over. But anyway. Scott Porto, you stud, supposedly. <laughs> That's my favorite part. The punish shit ain't even my favorite part. Well, I got eyes over. Get that fucking reaction. Them some bitches was booing me. They just want to whip my ass. Well, I boo you every time I see you pull up in the yard. Shit. <laughs> that's just proof that it's not. That's proof right there in 2000. I helped Neil Taylor get over. And in 2017. Well, you can go on YouTube, and there's proof that in 2015, not so It much. didn't work. <laughs> Hell yeah, it was the damn Barry Wolf Neil Taylor hour. Shooting Slash DC right. in Dallas. <laughs> oh my Slash God. Mitch Toretta David Cox. Yeah, what did you call Mr. it? Mitch Toretta squash you called, hashtag, you called it hashtag slow wrestling? <laughs> I, probably. I said a lot of shit. I don't remember, but. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I gave you your comeback, hey, and then you down. Motherfucker, I, yeah. I saved you a lot of money that night in Tupelo, because I figured you would have forged ahead a few more losing outings before you called it quits if I hadn't have shown such a light on that, because you come at the end of the night, and you're like, well, oh, damn, you're right. 
Can I tell you the truth about something and not hurt your feelings there, good buddy? Please do. I don't know if you knew this or not. Neil did, I think. That conversation you and I had did help cement the deal that it was pretty much a done deal. However, do you want to know the conversation that really hit home? Chris Kilgore. Are you sure? Called, Chris Kilgore called me to the side and said he was done. He enjoyed the fact that I let him come back, put him on TV 10 years after the fact, whatever. And he looked at me and said, quote, why in the fuck are you still doing this? This makes no sense. There, why are you? Nobody expects you to do it. There's no reason for you to be doing it. Why are you doing it? He said, I'm not going to partake of it anymore. I'm not going to take any more. And I didn't even, he didn't even want no money that night. I mean, he said, let me lose this TV belt. Thank you for the push. I love you, brother. And he gave me a fucking hug and shook my hand. Now I'm sitting there thinking, well, I got my good friend Gene over there being a little more blunt about it going, you dumb son of a bitch. You got a bunch of slow fat fuckers out here working each other. Nobody wants to watch this shit. So it ain't working. And then you got Chris over there taking kind of the sincere, hey, man, just call it in approach. (laughs) Yeah. So the two of y'all, the two of y'all, yep, that night I said, Bye-bye. Hell, next week we was burning the banner in Neil's yard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm glad that you heard it from somebody besides me because, I mean, yeah, you could have just wrote that off as, well, that's just Gene being Gene. He's a shithead. But, you know, for somebody outside the circle to say that and be like, hey, man, Jesus. Yeah. 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 Yeah, in the good old days. Talking Talking about bringing the show down. God almighty. Let's talk about the good old days. Ton of shit. <laughs> you know what? Though? There was probably 200 people in that crowd back in the day hollering at me. And still didn't make no money. No. Fucking between the TV station I guess and the that's, I guess TV. that's the depressing part. That's the depressing part that really makes it hard to justify bringing it back at any point is the fact that the quote-unquote good old days when everything was grand, how much money was lost? Oh, hell, a hundred. Probably a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> and that was the good and that was the good days. I mean shit. Oh yeah, shit. That that's depressing. And it's it's not even my money. And then, and back in them days I didn't give the talent a nickel. The pay was the damn T V show. So I would yeah. show up at the Salvation Army. By the time I paid the building, paid the film crew, paid the damn paid them to edit it every week. <coughs> it was just like I seeing to take the money out of them. But I mean, it was like, damn. You used to be a seven hundred. You know, you should go around and do seminars. You should go around and do seminars for potential wrestling promoters, talking, you know, talking them out of it, or at least giving them a realistic viewpoint of what it really is. And and I'm being completely serious when I say that. Even back then, and nobody realizes this. You got to realize this is fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen years ago. If it was in Tupelo, the filming cost me seven hundred and fifty. At the end of the night, I handed somebody seven hundred and fifty dollars. If we were in Houston or we were in Corinth or we went anywhere else outside of Tupelo, I handed them a thousand dollars, and that was just to bring the damn three cameras and the editing, you know, the lights and all that. Yeah. That wasn't even the money every week. It's like you know. So yeah, when you look back on it. Yeah, 200 people at $8. Hell, by the time I paid the film crew and the rent and the ring rent, hell, I was going home. 
Neil can attest to this. Every Sunday night at my store, it was called the creative banking hour. I was trying to figure out, well, how can I pay this check to this check? <laughs> I sure can because I've heard these stories 100,000 times. Well, Gene brought it up. And if you want to hear them again, There's... check out the archives. Leslie Jones, part one, two, three. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Well, for yeah. the record, I didn't know I was going to be on this son of a bitch until last night about 10 o'clock, so thank you very much. <laughs> I read it on Facebook. Oh, I'm the guest? Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was that's hoping that's how that went down. I thought that would be funny. Exactly I texted Neil and said, I guess y'all ain't got a guest again. <laughs> I think that's how we're gonna do it. We're just gonna start we're just gonna start randomly tagging people and then see if they show up on Sunday night instead of booking them. And, yeah. and then I put on there sensational equals ratings. So next week yeah. Charlotte Flair will be on to explain her <laughs> lack of uh, <laughs> left dick. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why she's locked up. Bad is they look like they would have been a good set if they'd have been even. Big <laughs> At the very least maybe we can get Rick to come on and talk about it. If oh, nothing else, Nature That's... Boy Paul Lee. <laughs> oh Jesus! That bastard. <laughs> oh Lord. That's a whole other episode guy. right there. Have you ever met that guy? Me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. I'll just make sure. Oh, hey, he's the guy that's actually endorsed by Flair. He's supposed to be. Yeah, he's after he paid him ten grand to come out of the bar yeah. and say he's the new nature boy. Flair, yeah, Flair showed up in his swim trunks and went to the ring and or something. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, he was drunk anyway. and he paid him a bunch of money and yeah. So. Well. Yeah. Anyway, he's not worth anyway. talking about. But I just think I just I think that's just amusing that he throws that out there. I'm endorsed by nature boy. I mean, I, yeah, if I had enough money, I could get endorsed by. Anybody I wanted, I'm sure. You know. <laughs> I'll be there. What is this shit? He's <laughs> First he talked about it, now he's done it. It is 110 in his house. Yeah, hey, you go down. Please. I don't know. that damn hot in here. Jesus Christ. Please end this so he'll go home. <laughs> Hashtag stay classy, Leslie. <laughs> Well, all right. If, if, if you got, you got anything you want to plug besides Leslie's ass with a cork? Yeah, this show's been the drizzling shit. No pun intended. Yeah, that's the big finish right there. No, it's been fun. God bless y'all for listening, and we hope all four of you that were new, maybe next week it'll be better. You know, they'll talk right. God help you for listening. All right, if you're in Alabama, be in Hartsell this Saturday night, June the 17th. 7.30 p.m., wow. New South Wrestling presents New South Wind City 2. It's going to be another big show over there. I'll be there providing commentary on that show as well because that's what I do these days. I do commentary, and it's probably best. So come check out the show. All your favorite New South stars will be there. And they're also on PoweredBomb.tv now. So if you have that app on your Uh-oh. Roku or what have you, you can check that out. Somebody else doing TV. Hmm. Well... Not on, not on, you know, a TV station at four in the morning like you should, but they're trying. So, anyway, thanks everybody for listening. If you if you went and liked the Facebook page, we appreciate it. We hope you didn't unlike it after listening to tonight's show. Promise you it'll get better someday. We're trying, so we're gonna start just 
keep tagging people as guests and see what happens. I think that should be a good strategy. So, uh, but be sure if you're listening, uh, go to Memphis next Friday night and, and the 16th and check out the Brickhouse Brown uh, fundraiser show for real. Like Neil said, all kinds of great stars there, and uh, it's for a great cause. Check it out on Facebook for more information. We will see you next Sunday night at 10 p.m. Central. And keep checking that Facebook page you like during the week, and we will tell you who the guest is going to be here in the next couple of days. And this one right here, this one's for our good old friend. You know who. Get ready, July 4th. (laughs) 